in the building, man. What's poppin' talks, fam? You can now listen to our show on demand to keep up with our latest shows, some of our favorite moments, and exclusive interviews. Make sure you head over to iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, ATL. It's your boy, Craig's B. And I'm here with Abby, Abby Knights. Hey. What's happening? What's happening? Round of applause to Chris. I got him to clap today, y'all. Hey. <laughs> Since you told me last week, my, my claps wouldn't suffice. Claps. We deserve hand claps. You got to pat each other on the back sometimes, man. Right? Pat myself. Right. Pat yourself on the back. And you look good. You got your shades on. See. I'm trying to be cool like you, you know? So I you're feel like I'm me. part of the boys club. You know what I'm saying? I feel you're like I got my you. little vibe going on. You cooler than me. I had to wear a hat. I'm bald headed. You got <laughs> you, hair. You still didn't find the replacement hair you wanted. You got hair. <laughs> Thank yeah. God. Yeah. Because could you imagine me bald? My head as big as it is, it would not be good. I look like a bobblehead. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna thank him for you. <laughs> you should high five him while you're at it. <laughs> He's amazing. Hey man, man, it's, it's, it was it was a. Uh, tough tough week um in the sports world um a fellow brother uh like i said one percenter i say one percenter you know it's it's you go to college uh you play sports you play football only one percent of your class actually is expected to get drafted in the nfl so when i say one percenter that's what i mean by that uh fellow one percenter um demar hamlin uh, played for the Buffalo Bills Monday night. Um, suffered a, a, a injury that you know we, we as football players never expect you know to happen um, in a game. You know what I mean? It's a it's the game. It's not uh, we don't we don't we don't look at the the game as a life and death situation until something like this happens. Um, he 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 made a tackle. Uh, and tried to get up and and, and just collapsed, um, and, and it's just to see that, you know, for me, you know, being that I I, I played the game for a long time, uh, twelve years professionally, and you know, growing up as a child, you played, you know, little league and all that. But to see that it, it for me it opened my eyes that this really is a a gladiator sport. It's a sport that you know that is you know life or death. Um, Definitely want to send out my condolences, my prayers, everything to the family. Um, he's still fighting. You know, he, he's young. His body is, you know, is able to fight as as hard as as he as he as it can. But uh, I don't know. You know, it, it left me in a in a space mentally where I'm like, man, do I even want my son to play football? That's and that's where the parents are with it right now you know I, I train athletes i train football players uh young athletes and you know i get the question all the time what what age should they start to play tackle football and i'm just like well you have to be comfortable as a parent to know that injuries do happen you know in this sport um i don't know you know how they take that uh you know the perks of being a professional athlete is the you know financially you know you get you get you know you make a lot of money but as you seen Monday, injuries like that come with the, I guess, the territory, you know. So, you know, how do you feel 
if you was a parent, I know you don't have any kids. If you was a parent, would you let your kids play or son play a, a sport like like football? I've actually had this conversation uh, with friends before, friends that have kids and that were asking me, like, if you had them, what would you do? And it's kind of a tough place to be because I feel like if I had kids, like if I had a son, I would want to support whatever his dream would be. So if he decided he wanted to play football, I feel like I would have to find a way to be comfortable supporting that, but maybe also try to educate him on what comes with it, which I think maybe a lot of people may not think is important maybe when they're younger kids, but I don't know. Cause I, I don't, I feel like if that's somebody's dream and you take that away, right. I don't think I could do that if I had a kid, but I right. think I would want them right. to understand what comes with it. Cause I feel like if it's something they love, they're going to find a way to do it anyway. Right. All right. What about you? Because you have a son. Because, I mean, I don't know. Would I want my kid to? Hell no. Because I know what comes with football. Like, personally, absolutely not. There's a lot of things a lot of people wouldn't want their kids to do. That's super dangerous. But at the end of the day, it's like, what do you do? Do you you take their dream away? Or do you find a way to support them in the safest way possible? Mentally. Mentally is, you know... you do you do understand as a as a father you do understand you know as a father as a as a as a you know a former player you do understand that injuries do happen you don't you don't really it don't register that okay this is a you know it's a, it's a life or death situation in his circumstances his situation i don't i don't i don't know how you prepare your mind for that you don't, I don't you can't I don't, I don't know so and I was thinking, you know, when I seen it, it's like you put, you get you, you prepare for the football game, you run out there, you go in the end zone, you take a knee, you pray before the game, and I know my prayers before the game is Lord, please protect me from hurt, harm, or danger. Right? I don't remember me praying, Lord, please protect me from death, because it's, at the end of the day, it's a it's a game. You know what I mean? It's like. You wake up in that. You wake up that morning. You don't know. He woke up. He woke up Monday morning. And was like, man, this is a. It was an important game. You know what I mean? It mm. was. They were fighting for first place in the division. And one of my uh, former teammates said it best. You know, he wouldn't want to be in no other place at no other time than Monday night. Where he was. Bengals. Bengals versus Bills. We fighting for the division. And you know, and it happened in the first quarter. So it's like. How do you, how do you as a, even as a player now, a current player, how do you prepare yourself to play another football game? And for me, that's just, it's, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to put into words how I was feeling that night when it happened. And I know, I know, you know, with, with athletes, you know, it was, it was live. I, and I, and I say this all the time. I say this, well, I said this um, to one of my guys at the gym. I'm like, it's happened before players have died you know, off the field, in practice. But to see it live on TV, for millions to see, like, I think that's what made it such a, uh, like, unbelievable, like, um, unbelievable scene because we all seen it. 
like you see, you can you can see social media something pop up on social media uh, you know a former NFL player dies of this or, or uh, a basketball player died from this but you don't see it live so it's like dang that's that's bad that's terrible mm. but then to actually see it like, yeah the footage just, was heartbreaking Not it messed lie. my whole it messed my whole mental up it was hard for me to train it was hard for me to go train the guys I trained college football player I, play, I trained pro football it was hard for me to train that the next day to train someone to like and and to help him understand like man that was a once in the it, that it don't happen but it does you know what i mean it does so i think i don't know my biggest thing when i saw it was how do you even get to that point was it the adrenaline was there a pre-existing heart condition was it a combination of everything plus being hit because there's so many guys over the years that play the sport and it's not right. a super common thing that you just see happen right. but i think also my biggest issue is is the lack of humanity that comes with some of the fans people forget that um athletes are human beings right. and i feel like some of the general public treats athletes like gladiators. Like, not necessarily. It's almost kind of like unhuman. When you, when you go to a circus and you're entertained, yeah. and it's like, you know, the animals are there and the animals have to perform regardless of how they feel, right? And if they don't, it's kind of like they have to find a way, they have to perform. So right. it almost, to me, the the lack of humanity and compassion attached to that makes me feel like people view athletes in some ways as right. part of being like part of a circus sort of because it's it's like they're just there for entertainment but they don't think about all the training that goes into it what your body goes through before you even set foot on the field for a game the years of being sore of putting your body through the ringer constantly injuries that right. you've suffered before you even get to that point the preparation right right to to them be there and you're doing the best that you can to put on a great show to perform for your team to not let down your teammates and to also make sure that you're fulfilling your dream it's a tremendous amount of pressure as is for one individual psychologically right. and i don't right. think anybody really stops to think about that part because they dehumanize athletes so much right. so right. i think i think a big lesson in this for a lot of people was learning to understand compassion in a situation like this because i can't believe that anybody would one question why the game was stopped immediately right and right. why nobody is having a conversation about when the next game is happening right because it why, I mean, I couldn't, I don't play football and you know, I really right. don't know much about, I love basketball, but I can't yeah. sit here and talk analytics with you. But my, my first thought was definitely not about when the next game was happening or what was going to happen with the season. My only concern is looking to see the updates on what his condition is, period. And how I could you expect really a team to play? And so, you know, being, being that I played, Right when the ambulance come out, it's like, okay, as a as a fan, it's serious. Um, as a player, we we because you you seen that when, when you see the hit, it's a normal tackle. 
And so I don't think everybody on Buffalo's team, I don't think they seen him collapse. I just think they, you know, unless you were on the field, um, once he collapsed, then you think, okay, maybe it's a head neck injury. Right. Right. But when you get word, okay, it's not, it's not neither one of those. And then you see CPR being administered. You're like, dang, is he alive? It went, it went from zero to a hundred, like real quick, mm-hmm. even as a fan watching it on TV or, or, or me knowing that, okay, the ambulance is out, it gotta be something serious. And so then it went to a step further where it's like, okay, now he's not giving us the, the thumbs up from a player that's being, you know, put on a stretcher or, or, you know, that's being, when it's a head or neck injury, mm-hmm. that thumbs up, that means, okay, he's, he's okay. You know what I mean? And so when I didn't see the thumbs up, that's when I was texting my homies like, okay, something going on. And then you start reading Twitter and then you start reading, you know, Instagram. It's like, oh, is he, is he even alive? Like that, that crossed my mind the whole, like that whole time he didn't, he didn't give me a thumbs up or nothing. I'm like, man, is is he alive? Everybody in my group message was going crazy. It was crazy. It was a crazy night for me. It's yeah, it's Personally. it's definitely heartbreaking. I think whether you're a football fan or not, I think that for a lot of people it hit close to home, just like I said, from a humane aspect. And right. seeing something like that, like you said, it hits different than someone talking about it. Because right. yeah, you can hear, Oh, that sounds sad or whatever, but when you actually see it, it's different. And I it feel is. for the family too, because that's on replay everywhere. So the family everywhere. has to see that. So I'm really hoping that he's going to pull through from the headlines I've been seeing. It seems like he's making progress, but he's still in critical condition. So we're definitely sending our prayers out to the Hamlin family and hoping that, you know, he pulls through this and makes a speedy recovery because at the end of the day, his well-being is really all that matters at this point. So definitely. And on a lighter note, he was having a a toy drive that he, he, he does every i think say every year and he started it when he wasn't in the league so i think it's this is the third year um he had 2500 up until monday four million he's at four million dollars that's that's a positive like certain things there is there is positive in it that's amazing yeah it brought it brought a lot of people together it brought the football world together it brought athletes together you've seen the uh the hockey team and in uh in Buffalo, uh wearing his wearing uh what was it, fight for three. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. actually all the NFL uh social accounts switched their profile picture to his number as well. Um yeah. and his last name. And a lot of stadiums across the country actually have also changed their stadium colors at night, um, you know, to honor him also and to show support which is a really beautiful thing when you see that kind of unity because at the end of the day he's 24 years old he's just starting his life that's crazy exactly man if i was a parent right now mm, i don't think i could and and, and no pension he's only been in the league two years that's that and that i don't even want to speak on that because i go all day about that Mm -hmm. and i go all day about why um why our contracts or why wasn't, you know, with the new bargaining, why wouldn't NFL contracts guaranteed um, when things like this can't happen in, in our sport? But 
I'm not gonna say anything about it. Because <laughs> I go but... all night. Yeah, I go all night. I'll be cussing out Roger Goodell. And I don't look my son look, my son's still growing up. He might make it to the league and Roger Goodell's son might be the commissioner and then boom. Remember Dallas, that one time your daddy said that one thing? Right. Yeah, boy. Remember your daddy was on that show? <laughs> <laughs> nope, not gonna happen. I ain't gonna say nothing about Roger Goodell. Roger Goodell, you still need to do better. How about that? We're gonna leave it at that, I guess. We're huh? gonna leave it at that, Abby. <laughs> so going back on a lighter note, a much lighter note, to our much conversation lighter. with George. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we were talking about this whole locker room talk debacle. And I okay. definitely did say I was going to chat it up with Jenny and see what kind of questions she has when it she comes had. to, you, you know, what you what fellas what might discuss got. in the locker room, but also what women want to know from the locker room. So, ladies and gentlemen, brace yourselves because, well... Jenny's one of a kind. That's really all I can really say. Uh... <laughs> yeah, that's exactly where it's going to go. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. I do have a question for you, Jenny. If you had the opportunity to speak to any professional athletes and ask <laughs> them two questions about what they talk about in the locker room, what would the two questions be? Wait, okay. If I got to choose any two athletes that are that have played or currently playing mm -hmm. and ask them two questions about what, what? Okay, Jenny, <laughs> you got two fine athletes. Okay, boo-boo. You can mm -hmm. ask them any two questions about what type of topics of discussion go down in the locker room. You're asking the questions that everybody wants to know. What are the two questions you would want to know about what they talk about in the locker room? Um, who do you think is in the locker room and who has the biggest and smallest pp <laughs> wow that's what, I would, that's what i want to know those are like those are like way on the opposite <laughs> end of the spectrum right there <laughs> okay let's throw in two more questions just in case what would the other two questions let's be throw in two more just in case because i'm um, not gonna use those <laughs> yeah we're not using them that's, that's what i would want to know like if we're gonna be super uncandid <laughs> <laughs> whatever um then i'd want to know stuff that you probably think about but no one would ever say out loud think like, about you know but I mean? not say out loud okay uh, that's what i'd want to know i mean everything else would be i don't know that's what i'd want to know i can't even think of any two that's now i'm stuck on that who has <laughs> uh, you, you're just thinking about who's got a big and a small pee, pee that's about it that's that's where you're you stopped there because that's locker rooms like that's like Locker room talk is boy talk, is man talk. It's like when you're, you know, drinking with your boys, whatever. But I feel like if I really want the real, what I really want to know is what's going on in their mind. Okay. All right. They, you know, I want to know who has the biggest and smallest pee, -pee. <laughs> Okay. I'll be sure to relay that information. <laughs> Thanks for this. So. <laughs> so. Um, in regards <laughs> to... <laughs> Big and small uh, pee pees. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that you're just gonna opt out. How do I answer that? Okay. First of all, who 
no straight guy just walks around just looking at everybody's junk all right like right. It, it don't happen like that and you know unless you happen to be walking by somebody i mean you might look and be like damn in your own head but uh, and then be like "Ooh, i'm not working with so much but uh I don't think any guy ever really straight man is going to sit there and be like, oh, man, did you see so-and-so's? It was like, man, it was it was big. Like, right. yeah, no, you know, nobody, nobody's yeah, doing that. Yeah, yeah. No. So we're just going to bypass that question. Um, <laughs> but there's Jenny for you. It was an honest question for her. It was. Um, that, and, and what she said really wasn't like she want to know what a guy's thinking in the locker room. Like, exactly. Thought, you know what I mean? Like you might have a. I feel like like not the stuff you talk about, but the stuff yeah, that you actually think a, about that you don't discuss. Yeah, so you might be in the locker room. You might be like, "Sorry, she really threw me I, off with that one question." Yeah, she threw me off too. She threw me <laughs> off. Too. Now I have had I have I had a teammate who just walked around with no towel on, and like, you know, you could be you could be them drying your leg off of something. <laughs> sit down at your locker room and then boom you pop up and he just walking by you know what i'm saying and it's like the f bro you know what i'm saying like put your damn towel on you know what i mean but just to be like damn that pp bigger than mine you know what i mean like ain't nobody i don't think anybody's saying that shit. Oh my. but you know the you know and, and then with the with the with the other the first question who do you think is you know gay on the team uh yeah i don't i don't think you have that thought out you don't say it out loud but you you know they do say it's one on every team or a few or a few on every you know it, but there's at least one on every team and you just don't you know but you don't look at you don't go searching and try to figure out who it is it's just like but my know, whole thing is at the end of the day does it really matter though it I don't. mean, you might not be okay. Take that back, Liz. Really back it, in. Okay. It, it does. It does matter. And why? Why does it matter? It doesn't matter. You know, I'm not judging nobody. Like I won't judge you, even if if somebody came out and told me. But I would want to know. Just the, you know, you might carry yourself differently around the locker room, knowing. Well, and you're not gonna be walking around naked like so freely and stuff like that. So right. I I feel like that's the only part where it really applies. Not the actual game, but the right. comfort level and how. You might right. not be the dude that wants to just be walking across somebody when they look up. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, it's just there. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I've had I've had a, a lot of teammates that don't like to wear towels, and I'm just like, man, listen. A lot of girls, on. I'm sure, would love to be a fly on the wall for that. Jenny definitely would. Jenny sounds like she would want to be a fly on the wall and on the towel. Depending depending on the size of the towel, though. I think is kind of what she was getting at. Depending on what the towel is supposed to be covering If, up. if it's an extra small, probably not. If if it's, right. you know, pushing into the, you know, yeah. Yes. That's probably yes. where she would be at more likely than not. Yeah. Some, some women don't like really big slongs. Well, I mean. Speak for yourself. Uh... Uh, and that, and on that note. <laughs> no way, but going back to what she said, hold on. She did have a good question. Okay. When you're talking about deep thinkers, right? Right. Yeah. Um, what is like that's that was a good question. Like something that guys would typically think about, but not necessarily speak on. I feel like maybe your fears going into a game, mm -hmm. and maybe not 
performing the way that you're hoping to or maybe missing a pass or I don't know yeah. stuff like that I feel like I feel like that's something that some men might think about and not really oh. talk about in the locker room a big thing with me when I was when I was you know preparing for a game or preparing for um you know maybe not even practice but uh, you know a game um I didn't want to I didn't want to be the one to let the team down and that's that was you know and that comes with preparation during the week. You know, you prepare during the week, you should be ready for, you know, the unexpected. You should be ready for things that the other team should. Because you know your weaknesses. If you know your weaknesses, you know, the other team knows your weaknesses too. So mm -hmm. I wanted to be the most prepared player, you know, in my position or, you know, and it's it's all about one-on-one. In football, it's, in any sport, it's all about one-on-one -on -one battles. Even though it's a team sport, you still have your one-on-one -on -one battles that you want to win and, you know, you don't want to let your team down. So I don't know if it's fear. You know, you you have – no matter how long you've been playing, you're going to have butterflies. Before the game, your stomach going to be turning a little bit. You're going to – you know, you want to be nervous. Your hands going to be sweating a little bit. But once you get in the game – like, for me, it took one hit. Once I got one tackle, I was uh, – you know, I was ready to go. Mm -hmm. But – Mentally, that was what my mindset was. Don't let my teammates down. I don't want to be the guy to lose the game. I don't want to be the guy to mess up. Um, even though you know you're gonna have some, some you know have some slip ups, but you just gotta bounce back, make more plays than you give up. No yeah. pressure. No pressure. Yeah. Well, we thank Jenny for um, her insightful questions. It was um, a good question. I like the mental question. The, the, like, yeah, the mental question was a little more. Yeah, it was. I want to know, know Jenny's deep thoughts. <laughs> we'll definitely hey. bounce that question back to her. Hey, now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to take a quick break, out, but we'll be right back. Make sure you don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Abby Knight Show. And you can tell her I said it. In the building, man. What's poppin' Talks fam? You can now listen to our show on demand to keep up with our latest shows, some of our favorite moments, and exclusive interviews. Make sure you head over to iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.